0: Hello and welcome to Law & Order S-Review here on Fanversation. This is Season 24, Episode 9, and A Trauma in a Pear Tree. This is the final episode of 2022. I am Yel Teagle. I am joined by Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Hello. Okay, before we get into this episode... Uh, let me start off with the hotline. For those who uh, are in need of help, please reach out to Rain. their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Taylor, what does 4673 spell?
1: It spells hope.
0: It does spell hope. Um Thank you
1: for the holiday gift of letting me say it with no interruptions.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay, so... Oh, friends if you're new here and you've never seen our show before or listen to us depending on if you're watching us on youtube or spotify or if you're listening wherever you listen to podcasts um sometimes and i guarantee you this time things happen in the show that are a little bit dark or um serious and we on s review are not dark or serious so consider this your content warning i am going to say some shit and you have been warned. Taylor might say some shit, but we can guarantee that I will say some shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I appreciate that you're like, yeah, Yell says stupid shit all the time.
1: Well, here's the thing. I say stupid shit, too. It's just not as, like, taboo, I guess, as what you say. So the stupidity is on the same level. The level of offensiveness, I mean i significantly lower on that scale, usually.
0: I'm both offended and flattered.
1: (laughs) Yes. I read you. I just read you.
0: So accurate. All right. Um, We have people in the chat joining us live today. Welcome. Thank you for being here live. Lizette, Zach, uh, Doreen, and Daryl are already chatting it up with us. If you want to join us live in the chat, that's Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. This is the place to do it on YouTube. Uh, Okay. Here is the quick cap for this episode. Carisi and Rollins work together on an important arraignment. Benson tries to make Noah's Christmas wish come true when a case falls in her lap. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> sure. Um Daryl says, so we're saying yell is more problematic. Listen. Yes. yes. Listen.
1: Yes. Anyway. <laughs>
0: off topic all right taylor what did you think of this episode
1: so i think this was less an episode and more an extended commercial for the playstation 5
0: you know what tari said the same thing
1: (laughs) um so this was kind of all over the place in my opinion It felt like five different episodes smashed together and yet there was really no case but there kind of was with the motel which, by the way, listen, I understand, I think someone on Twitter said this but I'm going to say it here because it needs to be said I mean, you're not making so much money, but like you can afford a better hotel than that. You know? I want to
0: assume I want to assume that that, that they were in, the idea was that there was like they're just this place. This isn't a place people come to visit. There's just a shitty motel. That's all there is there.
1: Drive twenty minutes away. You know, just sure. why that? Why that place? Okay, sure. Um.
0: <laughs> Look, we're we're gonna talk about. <laughs> I I I want us to st- today. I'd like us to stay a little bit more focused and and okay. and, and we'll get to all the stuff that happened i'm gonna try to swear last all the stuff that happened at the motel and all that stuff um imagine every time i said stuff was not that word i want to start with this wedding uh hilariously um in the chat doreen says i didn't give a shit about that court case we will get to that as well let's start with the wedding um okay Here's why. Most of my quotes, I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing quotes. I'm just going to say it. I tried to stop swearing. All right. Here's... Why are we even trying? I don't know. Marriage is like a crime. You've got motive and opportunity.
1: I kind of loved that, actually. Okay. What I didn't love... I'm sorry. I'm about to drag the costume designer because what was that dress? (laughs) you know, no she is a hot woman why are we dressing her like I don't know (laughs) the angel on top of a Christmas tree it wasn't it wasn't the move it wasn't the vibe the sleeves were insane and puffy like what are you doing like I honestly maybe would have gotten behind this if I didn't think that she picked this dress up at like
0: goodwill for three dollars a hundred percent my interpretation was they decided the day before they were going to do this and she's like i'll swing by a vintage or a goodwill or whatever and grab whatever is available well
1: go look a little harder because (laughs) it was bad no it was
0: bad um in the chat says i agree that was awful daryl says (laughs) yell you're just not a romantic first of all incorrect I am. I am. I. I'm such romantic. Ooh, we're getting spammed about. Uh, <laughs> Just so Damn. This,
1: now this is an SVU case. This is an SVU case. <laughs>
0: Everybody, we are being spammed <laughs> with sexfind.biz.
1: That is such a funny name. That that would actually be in an SVU website. Sexfind.biz. Yeah. Sugarfaps cousin.
0: <laughs> yes. Wow. Um Okay. So also. <laughs> um, the 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 judge was like, counselor, are you ready to begin the longest arraignment of your life? Everybody sounded so negative about this wedding. It made me laugh so hard. I'm sorry. I was going to
1: hear for it. I thought it was funny.
0: It was very funny. Marriage is a lot like a crime. You got motive and opportunity. Fine. Sure. Um, I don't know if you remember, but it's motive means an opportunity. We're not going to talk about the means, everybody. No. Um, but also uh everybody's like later at the party they were like so you know you get more than a drawer we're still negotiating that's right because they don't live together friends they're they're it's a weird
1: no i'm gonna give them that because i wouldn't want to live with my spouse either
0: sure and i know that like that's a very popular modern thing right now which i think is very cool um but then have that discussion because Carisi is not a cool modern guy. Carisi's very old fashioned. So much so that he's pushing Rollins to quit and and become a teacher, which I just want to point out as my roommate who has watched very little SVU goes, didn't her ex try to push her to stop being a cop? Oh, that's right. Dr. Al wanted her to retire and be a stay-at-home mom.
1: I will say, I kind of didn't read it like that. I feel like it was more how I interpreted it. Sure. She did kind of want to make this change and she was maybe a little bit too scared to like make the leap. Maybe didn't think that she was like good enough to do it. So I felt I thought it was like a push in like a supportive direction because that's kind of what she actually wanted and he knew that. So I'm gonna defend him there. I don't think it was like a very controlling thing. Um because it, it, it it does feel like she's wanted that for like this pretty much this whole season. And it's not like, it's just like, oh, she's going to quit and like cook me dinner and take care of the kids. Like she has another, she has a badass job. Like that's a very cool job. And I think it's one that she'll really like. And it's something different for her. I agree. and
0: they I agree. They did build it very nicely. That's where we were headed this season. It was not out of left field, but he has been, he has been pushing her, um, more so than she has been pushing herself. And yes, I would say that Rollins definitely does need someone to help give her a little nudge. But I, it does, like this episode just made it feel a little bit more like he ke- he keeps harping on it and like mm-hmm. let, her, let her take her time. But fine. Um, I want to ask why was Velasco at the wedding? Um, and I would like to know, and this is the more important, why did Velasco hand Noah Champagne? Was that
1: champagne? I figured it was like kitty grape
0: juice. Sure, but everybody had the same glass. Like his didn't look any different. Like the it was liquid a slightly
1: different color, wasn't it?
0: No, it was the same oh. color liquid. They just well, hand him champagne. Turn up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Honestly, that'd be me. Like I don't, I don't remember. Like kids that like, can't do certain things. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be drinking that. <laughs>
0: Um, I just everything everything Velasco did in that whole part. I was like, "Why are you here? You why are you at the wedding? Yes, why we are didn't you?" Have
1: left out.
0: But they left out Muncie. We'll get to her in a second. Oh, um, was
1: she not there? I didn't even know she was.
0: Nope. Um, she. I mean, she may have been at the party, but she definitely wasn't at the she wedding. She was
1: off beating up someone else.
0: Um, I wanna say this. There were some things in the chat. Um, Dimitri said back to the dress, that dress looked kinda like came from the sixties. Absolutely, it looked very vintage. Um, I'm gonna
1: say the eighteen sixties. Frankly, okay. it's really um,
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: this is giving revolutionary war, you know
0: daryl says i feel like that she rollins was done after getting shot and he picked up on that especially with the incident home with her taking out the gun i yes totally agree totally agree he is supporting her it just be a little less pushy carisi also i really do upon second watch the like morning that they wake up and she's like what do you you know got anything important today he's like oh other than my trial nope it was really cute to realize that like they know what's happening. It's cute. Anyway, rewatch it, guys. It's cute. Um, let's talk about the trial because uh, my first note is Muncie pulls a Cassidy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he pulls a he pulls a every suspect she, that hour.
0: Who what? I said Muncie pulls a Cassidy.
1: No, I know. I, I was giving like where she freaks out and like that happens to every one of the suspects. Our team like, questions, I feel like. They push, and then they just explode on the stand. And, yeah. I was like, that's what we're supposed to do to other people, Muncie. It's not what you're supposed to be doing.
0: She, it very much felt like when Cassidy torpedoes some cases. And I was like, why are we doing yeah. this to her? Um, it, yeah, I don't... Whatever. Um, the... the Then she's all upset, and we have this scene in the bar. I feel so bad for this man. I want to give him a shout out. Let's see if I can find his name. The This lone guy at the bar. Um, this just old man who's sitting there trying to have a freaking drink alone. No, I don't have the actor's name. And he interrupts their their conversation that they're having around him. Right? Muncie's at the bar and she's like, leave me alone. So Finn and Velasco sit on the other side of this dude. And he's like, drinking alone, feeling sorry for yourself. Ain't the way. Leave me alone is what he's saying. He's saying, Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm trying to drink trying to
1: vibe, and they're just not allowing
0: that. Oh. Um I oh yeah. anyway. Um, and then you know, there's a mistrial. We're gonna retry it. Uh and Chrissy says to her the next time you're on the stand, try to remember you don't know everything. I don't know why we had this trial. Like, look, I I know why we had the trial because of the like the case that we just had. I don't know why this was part of this episode.
1: Also, like, when they showed us the flashbacks at the beginning, because you know if they show you a flashback of something, it's about to be like, oh, we're going to come back to that. I thought we were going to come back to the part where Olivia and what's her name covered up the fact that the girl definitely, the little girl definitely killed (laughs) What's oh right. <laughs> and Which no is- we didn't care about that part I was just like oh it is gonna come back if they were hiding something you no. know what I
0: totally for- it's been so long since that episode that I totally forgot that there was that whole other story that you and I debated whether it would come back and yeah that that's
1: it- what I thought we were doing and then that part didn't matter at all but-
0: <laughs> that's amazing that's actually so funny oh no oh man no, <laughs> good call yeah, it's like, wow, well, it didn't matter. Um, Dimitri says this episode felt like it had way too many storylines and the trial just seemed to be forced in there. And honestly, I agree. I feel like my notes are literally chunks of different storylines because why did we have so we had the wedding, which was great. And I was surprised that it was at the beginning and not the end. That was a fun like that was a fun twist. Um, i actually thought that like carisi calling everybody and then being like oh no what's wrong i was like "Ooh, they're trying to convince us that this is the way they're bringing everyone into the wedding but it's going to be something else and then he's going to do it again at the end nope it was the wedding i was like oh all right that's done
1: Well, well not to skip too far ahead but i did like that we ended with like olivia and amanda because that's how it started for her like carisi was not even here yet so the fact that we kind of bookend her journey with like her coming in with her boxes from Atlanta and then Mm. like to see that like one-on-one parallel of like the growth of those two I think it was really nice and because obviously release is important it's an important part of her storyline but I don't know that's not it wasn't a thing when she started and so I think it was really cool that we um that we ended it with that relationship as opposed to her romantic relationship.
0: Yeah. Well, before we get into that, cause we can, we'll jump to that. Um, I just want to say the one thing that like at the end of the trial part, right. Finn says to Benson, like, don't be too hard on Muncie. And she's like, "Uh, why? What happened? Uh, I'm sorry. This is like the fifth episode where Finn has been like, like, don't be too hard on Muncie. Like she'll figure it out. Muncie's still learning. And she keeps fucking up. Um, and I don't, I don't know like who is she <laughs> right I think I said that my roommate ever is a white cat um, yeah. and and she's uh, she's like part cassidy um she's part velasco and that she's inexperienced um she's part I mean what is her what is the point of her what is the point of her remember yeah. when i got so excited and thought that she was great in that one scene Can we get back to that? Yeah. Um, Dimitri in the chat says, I haven't warmed up to months yet. I don't know. I've been trying, but I'm not feeling it. And Doreen says, she's past three strikes. Totally.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still, here's the thing. I always like the newbies, though, for, well, that's not me necessarily. (laughs) Velasco? Velasco's boring, though. I don't know. But I feel, (laughs) I like it when we do have like, very young scrappy energy because it's a nice juxtaposition with like the people who have been there for literally 25 years like and so I think it's I think she's like fun still I'm still here for her but um but yeah but here's the thing they didn't really allow her to grow because they brought up something that happened in the middle of the season so it's not like that's not really I don't know it's not really her fault in terms of like because this is just a strike that we're seeing extended. you know what I mean? She didn't do anything new except. Yes, me she did. She messed up, the case. She messed so up that's... the case. But I'm just saying in terms of like actual on the, you know, being a a cop. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it was, it was a different scenario. You know, it wasn't like sure. she made the exact same mistake. Again. It's a
0: new mistake. It's a new mistake. Um, a new
1: mistake.
0: I just think that like, Cat, for example, and not to compare her to Cat, but like Cat, for example, came in and was great and was super gung ho. And then, like, she messed up and was taught, like, don't do this. You got to ask. And she was like, okay, I'm going to ask. And then she, like, learned and evolved. Right. And Muncie, so far, although the mistakes are different, she's still not fixing them.
1: Yeah. But here's the thing if we're going to say that, that was Olivia for. <laughs> for 13 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, Girlie did the same shit so many times when Craigan was there. So, to be fair, it's not like she's the only one who's ever done this. I love Olivia. Sure. You, know what you do. I do. think- Olivia fucked up the same stuff all the time when she was I, not in charge.
0: I think, yeah, but I think that, that we liked Olivia and then she fucked up and we haven't, like, liked Muncie at all yet. Except for that one time
1: yeah yeah i I
0: think that's the thing is you haven't given us (laughs) sorry showrunners you haven't gotten us to like care about her so that when she fucks up we're like oh that's fine it's fine
1: (laughs) we need a muncie-centric story like because like who is she besides the fact that she you know worked at gangs or drugs or something like that gang yeah i was like one of those um but like what's her family you know what i mean like you just know, wanted
0: to have a chaotic family that's gonna give you. I do you some because drama. if we're gonna get
1: Rollins out of here, then we need someone to replace that with. Except that's for true. apparently Olivia's has more family too, and whatever.
0: Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Let's talk okay. about. All right, I'm switching order. Let's talk about Olivia and Rollins, and then we'll go back to Noah's whole storyline. Okay. Okay. So she finds the hidden camera in the motel room, which I don't know if anybody else took this to heart, but will now be traveling with a flashlight to look through all the mirrors in every hotel ever from now on the same way that this show has made me paranoid of checking toilet seats in every public bathroom. Yep. Once you see it once on SVU and you're never the same. Yep. Agreed. Um, oh my god Doreen says I would have slept in the car I would have
1: gotten a different hotel that didn't look like that that's what
0: blew my mind is that they stayed in the hotel
1: why wouldn't you just stay with Noah and his little whatever sorry we're not going to Noah yet but their house was enormous stay on the couch I'm sure they would have been fine with that it's weird that honestly she did it anyway I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I have so many problems with this storyline. That's
0: why I wanted to talk about that first, but you wanted to talk about Benson. I'm sorry! We're going to talk about that. Okay. Okay, so I loved the way that they took down this pervert, both the perverts. Um, First of all, Olivia asking Rollins if she's ever had a threesome. (laughs) What a great question. Please continue talking.
1: I'm just going to say... They were looking mighty good. This whole, I love a road trip, girls' girls trip to take down some creep. I, that was a vibe. We should do that more often. That was fun. That yeah, was
0: fun. I actually am really bummed that that's Rollins' end, is that we're not going to have more of that.
1: Like, they were just drinking box wine, living it up, having deep conversations. I was so here for that. I uh,
0: i am with you. I agree. The fact that they stayed in, this is going to be weird. Um, I expected because Rollins came up just to like keep live company and help her on this case. I didn't think they were staying in different rooms. Yeah. So the fact that they were surprised me, but like when you think about it, yes, they're grown ass women, but still like they're friends and right. I didn't, I definitely, when, she, when Olivia went to check out and was like, did my friend leave our check out already? I was like,
1: what? Did,
0: yeah. Oh, you guys stay in different rooms. Yeah. In this yeah. creep ass motel. Right. <laughs> You've already taken down the one camera. Might might as well stay in the one room.
1: Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Um,
0: um, whatever. Yes.
1: So fun. Loved it. <laughs>
0: uh, the fact that they were posting the videos on sugar fap.
1: Uh obsessed. <laughs>
0: It is truly a sad day in Sugarfab.
1: Yeah. Sugarfab cannot get a single W. They're always losing.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Their name is the W. You're
1: right. You're right. You're right.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I really enjoyed this story. I liked seeing them go after this guy. I think the way they did it was really great. Um,
1: I will say I was a little sad that we didn't get one last. You're one of the good guys. But... It's okay. It was still really fun. I just wanted one little moment If you're one of the good guys, but it's okay.
0: (laughs) But he's not. He's not one of the good guys.
1: Okay, but every time she said that, they have not. No, but they believed
0: that they were. He didn't believe he was one of the good guys.
1: Still, we could have worked it in somehow
0: as my favorite. (laughs) Uh, That's a good drinking game, everyone. Um, Drinking game, sponsored by S-Review. Go and binge all of Rollins episodes which is just what 10 seasons 11 12
1: I think what year is 12, it 12 because she was came in the th- She uh, came the in
0: 13, 13. Yeah all right
1: there. 11 12 yeah
0: all right go and pinch all of her episodes and every time she says you're one of the good guys okay. drink the bottle <laughs> because it's yeah. going to be spaced out so mm-hmm. it'll it, that's why you got to well, do the whole bottle
1: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: Um, what did you think about Benson at the end, uh, in a state of undress? Thank you, Doreen, um, who decides to let them leave the footage.
1: I mean, I I liked it. I thought it was a little. It felt like the message was a bit forced. If that makes sense, I was like, yeah. okay, but I liked that. I thought she she's like, why should I? You know, why should I ask all these people to share this? So. This, you know, guy can get taken down. Like, why should I be exempt from that? And I was like, I do, I, you know, true.
0: I I agree. I think that that uh I don't think the message was too forced, but I agree that it was a good message. Um I I
1: just felt, I guess, like shoehorned yeah. in. Like yes, I didn't really bring that up except for that moment, but
0: right. I totally, yes, absolutely. Um and I think that the I was surprised, I'm going to be honest. It's season 24, and I feel like we haven't seen Olivia in any state of undress since, like, wildlife. Um,
1: I was like, it's another motel episode. <laughs> when we go to the motel, things are getting a little crazy.
0: <laughs> um, I just, yeah. So, like, it, when she came out in the towel, I was shocked.
1: She looked very good no
0: one's denying that she yeah. looks fantastic i'm just saying yeah um shocking uh doreen says there has had to be a camera in the damn bathroom and i'm gonna agree that surprised me that she didn't then run back into the bathroom and check that mirror um but also let's hopefully assume that they didn't because the cameras are not waterproof and so they'd get messed up from the fog the steam yep sure <laughs> yes oh oh Doreen corrects us Amara and Munch at the door with Cassidy you are correct yeah thank you for that correction
1: a good one as
0: well I know exactly what you're talking about um okay so um let's talk about the conversation in the hotel room over the wine about Stadler. yes what is this face you're making
1: I ship it, and you know I ship it, and so I was here for it. But I will say, I feel like everyone was reacting so strong, which I get it, because it's, you know, more fuel for the shipping fire. But I feel like it's also still not anything we haven't heard before. She's kind of alluded to all of this
0: It's the first time she's... (laughs) It's like the first time she's said this out loud, just straight out, I think.
1: Yeah, but I feel like we've... I
0: mean... None of it's new.
1: Maybe it's more, you're right. Maybe it's more specific, but I know she said like, you know, he was married. That's why we didn't know what, like, but I think, yeah, maybe the difference is the part where she's like, well, now that Kathy's gone, there's only possibility. True. (laughs) I don't know. Like hinting at a future instead of just like dwelling on the past maybe is the new part.
0: I don't know. I I genuinely just think it's the first time she's like stated these things and said it so clearly, right? Like she's alluded yeah. to it for sure. She's been shy or, or coy about it. And this is where she says, she says, I did, I like wrote almost the whole thing. I did feel like Stabler was my home, but he left me and I'm not over it. Fair. Yeah. Totally fair. And I think that one of the things that's really important is when somebody loses your trust you now have to start from scratch to rebuild it. And there's a very good chance that you will never build it back again, Mm -hmm. right? Trust is so hard because if you can build it back, I mean, I don't, I'm a grudge holder. I'm going to be really honest. Like if somebody were to betray my trust in such a way, I would never fully believe that they wouldn't do it again. Yeah, Yeah. Um. yeah so she says but i didn't have a um, a right or a claim he was somebody else's husband Th- that said you still he was your friend and your partner and it's he still left you and ghosted and you can still be upset about that yeah um and then he says but it would have it would be easier if Kathy hadn't died she was the boundary and I totally understand that because with her gone, there's nothing possibilities, which is paralyzing. Those are multiple different messages. I'm going to be clear, right? Like this idea that you may never be able to trust him is one thing. The fact that there was a boundary and that made things easier is another. And the fact that now anything could happen and that scares her. thats third. These are three different things.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on. And how do they all mesh together? Where do we go from here? We'll have to wait
0: and see. Yeah. Um. As we know on this show, I'm watching organized crime so that you don't have to. And I'm going to tell you right now that I did not make it through this week's episode. <laughs> That's how much I'm enjoying watching this for you all. You're I mean, I welcome. I can't
1: imagine it was any more than I was on SVU because that was like, a lot
0: yeah. Of- I I'm guessing that they didn't. Based on the episode, the most of what I watched, um, I don't think that it addressed anything. So if it did, my bad. I couldn't sit through it, guys. I'll, I'll get to it before the next one. That show is killing me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on the Stabler situation?
1: I, I don't know. It's crazy. It's wild to think about how this is literally 12 years after now he let like I don't know it's just crazy to live through this (laughs) in real time
0: Um, Daryl says in the chat that I didn't miss anything there was no Olivia chat Um, okay Uh, Doreen says I'm glad she's not over it and then says paralyzing yes paralyzing was the word that she used and people are really harping on that one um we'll wait to see what that means dimitri says olivia's every right to not be over elliot's bs the dude left never said they came back and couldn't just be a man and just talk about it correct um Doreed says i wouldn't forgive look i am yeah <laughs> i love it Whatever. i love this group
1: i will be the sole shipper here's the thing i truly believe in my heart when the final season of the show final Mm. episode airs in 20 years from now at minimum, um, they will end up together. It's, it's so, it's going to be the longest slow burn, slow build in the whole world. They're teasing too much. If that doesn't happen, what was the point of literally any of it? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I just, I can't, I believe in my heart. It will have to happen.
0: You know, it's so funny. So right before I rewatched today's episode, I turned on my TV, which is set to USA Marathons. So while, right before I prepared, I literally rewatched the scene in The People versus Richard Wheatley where Olivia talks to Elliot and is like, why did you give me the letter that you didn't even write? You didn't even have to give it to me. Why have You you haven't asked me anything about what happened in my life while you were gone. Like, she laid him out. And if you remember that episode, we talked a lot about that. Please go and check it out. It is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, But literally re-watching that chunk before this discussion really helped me remember that not only did he just disappear on her, but when he came back, he was a piece of shit about it.
1: Listen, I am not saying here's the thing if these were real people and this was real life no fucking way would i be (laughs) like yes we love that i however like this is a tv show these are fake people it's all about the arcs and the tension and the teasing for me so i'm here for it i just want to make that so clear real (laughs) people no i'd be like absolutely not fake people fake show i'm rooting for it
0: (laughs) I appreciate the distinction. That is very important. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you that in 20 years when the show ends, that they should be together. Fine. Although I've said from the beginning that I think Cassidy is endgame. He has a lot of growing up to do as well. And maybe they should date again and realize that they're better as friends. But fine. Anyway, not the point. Point is, I think that you're right. I think that that they, Stabler and Benson, have a lot of shit to work out. They have to get through a lot of this history. He, again, has not, like, I don't know how much he knows about everything she went through. All we've learned was that, you know, he now knows that she dated Tucker. And, yeah, <sighs> Which I was like, um that's weird. Remember when she lived with Cassidy? Um, but also remember when she was like kidnapped and held like all of the Lewis stuff? I think he's gonna want to know anyway. Point I is
1: personally trying to forget about her I story.
0: know, but that is part of her history, and like Ugh, no.
1: let's pretend it's not
0: anyway. Point being they're gonna have a lot of shit to work through. Yes. Um, and so should they end up together? I hope they like sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Um, oh, Doreen says that um that he, he stabler doesn't know about Tucker, he just knows that she had, was with some guy named Ed. That's interesting. Um Kara says so over Elliot. Ooh, fighting,
1: and word. that's your right.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Noah first and okay. foremost. I have some actor shout outs. First of all, um, I think I've said it before, not just when he came out, but Ryan, um, Bugle or Bugle, I'm guessing it's Bugle, um, who plays Noah Benson, is hands down the best Noah we've had. Yes, um, to be fair, I am comparing him to mostly babies, but he is. Wow. He, lessons, babies. <laughs> Just kidding. He, he's the best uh, Noah that we've had. Um, we also got to meet Connor, who was played by Trey Ryder. Um, Connor's father was played by Robbie Williams. Nope, wrong person. So sorry. Gregory Abbey. Robbie Williams played Mason Carter. Um, and uh, his mother was played by Anna belknap who is a repeat offender from season two episode 18 manhunt Uh, yes um so congratulations on being on the show again um let's discuss let's discuss this noah situation first and foremost did you i hope you had the same thought i did I was positive the words coming out of Noah's mouth when he revealed the secret was that he was going to meet an internet boyfriend.
1: Oh, I knew it was going to be someone from the internet. I Here's the thing. I thought this, every step of the way of this storyline, I was like, this is going to become an SVU case. How did it not? <laughs> I guess is my question. Also... How is Olivia letting him talk to some rando online? How is she not? I don't buy this. How did he do a DNA test without her? No, like,
0: huh? Okay.
1: What's happening?
0: All great questions. I'm glad we saved this for last. All great questions. So when this whole thing started, right, that he is doing some secret thing on the internet, I genuinely thought we're gonna have this really interesting discussion about how season one of law and order gave us a detective whose children were talking to strangers on the internet and we learned all about the way internet interactions were perceived in 1999 right previously we were taught never ever meet someone on the internet never give them real information or your identity The internet is a dangerous place full of predators we spent multiple seasons with that message and now we live in 2022 where we give people on the internet access to pick us up from our homes and drive us to where we're going we give our credit card numbers To a company to send someone to go to the grocery store to pick up what you need and bring it to you that you will then consume. We (laughs) share so much. We date through the internet. We meet strangers uh, on the internet daily. So I thought we were going to have a really great conversation about how things have changed. How, you know, when... um, when Benson said to Finn like he did this with the gift card that you gave him on the genetic site I thought that even Finn was going to be like why have you talked to your kid about this because she is a very modern lenient mom who is much less stringent you know like Stabler was very strict with his kids he wanted to put in the like parent software or he did put in parent software where you couldn't access any websites because he had things blocked and it ended up screwing over somebody for a project. I just think it would have been so interesting if this is where we're headed to have that discussion. But again, none of that was touched. So we go to meet Connor, the big brother. Genuinely, I was positive that we were going to find out that Noah was talking to some guy and he's like, Connor wants to meet. He's my boyfriend. And then we were going to have to talk about meeting, you know, like, oh my God, Noah's being tracked by a predator. I thought that would have been so much more interesting to have. That's what I
1: thought we were doing. Every step, like I said, every step of the way, I was like, this is going to turn bad. And it didn't. And so now I'm like, what's the catch? (laughs) Like, this will come back, right? (laughs) Like, there's just
0: no way. So it not only has to, literally Benson says, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then it didn't yet. I'm with you. This has to come back. Um, So also, yeah.
1: No one doesn't know what a present is because how is this a present for Olivia?
0: Also, a good point. Um, I'm
1: just saying, no, it's not. This is extra work for her and stress. Also for you.
0: I mean, also right. So Benson doesn't say no to him ever in this situation, which I think is a real like problem right like he's excited to meet his brother yeah Finn vetted him thanks Darina good call like Finn vetted him but that's still you know like you are the mother you have a right to say no we're not going to meet them you know maybe we'll video chat with them before we go meet them maybe like take it slow instead of going over to their house I don't Benson, have you never done a bumble date? You meet for coffee in a public place first. You find out if they're the, who they say they are, then maybe you go on an actual date. Um, and then there's the line I know it was like a big thing um, about he's the only real family I have. Here's look. Shut up. Okay.
1: <laughs> Shut your mouth.
0: Now, I'm just going to argue for a second. He's a child.
1: Yeah, but we Ch- need to have a discussion about that.
0: I agree. So children will will say something, whatever thought comes to their mind, and children will say it wrong. Because they're not thinking about the right words, right? What he means, obviously, is this is a biological relative that I would like to meet. In his mind, that's how he's going to say it. I think what would have been more interesting, and I'm going to give full credit to my roommate who noticed this and pointed it out, when they got to the house and he was so excited to go in, that was the perfect time to explain again that just because someone is biologically related doesn't mean they're not dangerous. For example, Grandma Sheila, do we forget that you have other biological relatives? Because she also, I know he doesn't understand that he was kidnapped, but he does understand that something inappropriate and bad happened and she was sent away for it so this would have been a really great time to bring that up be like hey as a reminder you know sometimes even people we love and people that are biologically related can do things that aren't okay
1: i wanted it to be a conversation more of the fact that like Adopted kids are still like you're still her kid. You're still oh. her family. Because like that, I mean, of course, we did see her hurt a little bit when he when she said that. But I think it's also really important to bring up the fact that she loves him just like he, you know, is biologically related to her. I don't know, and I was just a little sad, but didn't go into like depth of that. Hopefully, I agree. Well, the second half of this, like the danger thing, of course, is important to bring up too. But more of, like, an emotional, personal explanation of that, I think, would have been really nice.
0: It it very much felt like she was passive in this whole situation. She, like, let him say whatever, do whatever, like, take the shots, except, and this really pissed me off. I agree with you 100%, but this really pissed me off. When he walks in and the mom asks, is a hug okay? She asks Benson, and Benson's response isn't, you can ask Noah, yeah. right? Like your entire job is about reminding people about it, like autonomy and consent for their own bodies. And in a scenario where literally someone's asking you consent to touch someone else, you don't go yeah. ask them. That feels like the biggest missed opportunity of my life. I'm sorry. If a an adult asked my parents, if they could hug me, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Can are you fucking kidding me? You can ask me if you can hug me.
1: I feel like in this situation, it kind of needs to be like a double ask. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Oh, 100%. Because but, like,
1: I think it is important. Obviously, yes. If, ask Noah for sure. And then also ask Olivia because I that's think the, both need to be okay with
0: that. Right, that's the thing is that if she had been like, is it okay if I hug you and then look to Olivia and Olivia was like, Noah, like Olivia yeah, consents exactly. to Noah at giving consent. I just right. was like, are you fucking kidding me? Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, I get you. I get you.
0: Um yeah, it's just yeah. Okay. Um It's just
1: like why did why did we do this? Unless it's going to come back in some big way, what was the point?
0: So, oh wait. Oh, you just wait because I have so many
1: theories. Okay, because
0: I started to build all these theories, right? So, Connor seems <laughs> So when Connor comes out right before they hung, I was like, Benson in her head went, "Is the least threatening kid I've ever seen." I'm good. We're good. We're fine. This yeah. is fine. Um, but uh, then, <laughs> no one wants to sleep over. Benson is clearly against it, right? Like no one, no one is looking at Benson and being like, "I wonder what she's thinking." Yeah. And yet, Connor's parents are like, "Please, please, Kenny." And that's a red flag because they are parents who should be able to understand that they drove all the way out here. They do not know you. This is their first night. Like take a beat, maybe go sleep in your hotel. Let's do breakfast in the morning. You know what I mean? Like what kind of parent again, I'm not a parent, but like this seems odd. Um, And then the dad this guy, here's here are my red flags, everyone. Here's where my antennas went up. So he, after they cleared the table, first of all, they insisted on dessert in a way that, like, she said no. She said it's late. She wants to go. Why is no one, why are you guys not picking up these clues? Yeah. Um. She didn't want them to go upstairs. And the mom was like, well, you'll leave the door open. Like, you know what I mean? It feels like she understood that there was hesitation and still consistently like pushed it so then the father is to the wife is like she's a guest like how dare you let her clean the dishes and I was like why is he so bossy and then when the next day or the, the like after the end when she was like you're a detective right and she, he goes she's a captain he feels very controlling am I right or am I right
1: yeah am I the right. only who saw that you are. I think I'm gonna be transparent. I thought those things were boring, and so I didn't pay as close attention as you did because I'm the whole time I was like, "Why are we doing this? Why are we sure. doing it? Unless it comes back, this was dumb."
0: So you know? I assume it's gonna come back a hundred percent because. Um, because I think that this dad is controlling and this mom is yeah. gonna need help. Like, I really think that's where we're headed. I
1: think that we did this because PlayStation 5 paid SVU a lot of money to product place.
0: And we're and... like, it can't be a, a perpetrator and it can't be yeah. a rape and it can't like made a bunch of rules.
1: Here's the thing though. Here's what would have been great is if Finn was talking about it. I see as a huge gamer. Why do we not have Finn talking about the PlayStation Five? <laughs>
0: um, you're right. Okay, one more thing on this before we keep uh, moving. Before we keep moving, because this is the part that pissed me off the most in this episode. And I'm sure you know what it is. Pissed me off so much. When the mom gives them all pie Uh and she says to Benson, just a little slice for us ladies oh yeah the fuck is this fat shaming bullshit doing in the middle of an svu episode
1: unless it comes back and that's like part of her character which i could see maybe so
0: i could see it being that if it comes back to his control Mm. right like he's controlling every part of it he's reminding her um that olivia is a guest and that she is the wife and needs to be cooking and uh, or serving. And then he reminds her that she is a captain and that she is not a detective. And how dare you incorrect. And then he's controlling her weight. That is the only, head. only way that this fucking fat shaming that was shoehorned into my SVU yeah. episode makes any sense. And yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to say this. This is the second, this is the second fat shaming that was put into this season. I just need it to be on the record.
1: Yeah. You're correct. You're correct. Thank you. I read that as, like, I completely misinterpreted that in the dumbest way possible. I was like, oh, the husband doesn't want any. Like, just for us ladies. (laughs) Like I said, I was, like, a little bit zoned out, because I just thought, what are we doing here? Like, why is no one getting murdered? Like, this is ridiculous. I (laughs) thought they were going to kidnap them. (laughs) Truly.
0: Well, so, like, I mean, them being kidnapped, we've already seen that too much. Um, I was expecting her that to be like... That never her. stopped
1: SVU from doing anything.
0: I'm just saying I would have liked... No. I mean, I thought maybe Connor was being abused. Like, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, But they decided not to ask more about Johnny D. Also, also, like, has to be on the record. Uh, Johnny D guaranteed we're going to find so many more
1: kids. Yeah, yeah. Do we recall like, what his crimes Johnny were? We had another kid. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> no shit. Like, duh. <laughs> why are we acting shocked? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. And then it ends with them saying we're family now, so they have to come back and be in another part. Okay. I mean, it has to go somewhere, and it, I at this point it has to be that he's controlling. Otherwise, why the fuck was that fat shaming line there? Um. All right. Before we like tease next episode. Um. We So let me tell you what's happening because our show, we're not even close to done. We still have so much more. We have best lines. And then I have two pieces of news to share with everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of people are talking about some of it in the chat. Um, yeah. So let's do best lines and then we'll, we'll keep it going. Taylor, do you want me to start? Because I just have the one after the ones that I've already said.
1: Sure. All right.
0: All right let me right. pull up my... You pull up yours. I'll pull up yeah. the thing. There it is. Okay. Here's the one best line that I have. I've been on 500 bumble dates all those questions how much different could it be
1: yeah that was my first uh, that was my first one um this isn't a quote but the fact that Rollins kids woke her up I was like oh it's Christmas morning no it's 20 days until Christmas I would be like get the fuck out of here (laughs) like (laughs) no we're not doing this right now I just thought that was insane um I mean I guess kids do be like that, but like okay. Um, <laughs> he's the king of the food chain, and right now you are the weakest gazelle. <laughs> Whoa, burn.
0: I love um, that one.
1: The fact I've mentioned this a ton, I'm gonna keep mentioning it. The first time Noah and Connor meet, hi, hi, I have a PlayStation 5. <laughs>
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> look, they're look, they're they're writers, but they are not like advertising writers they are story writers
1: well hey, i hope playstation gave them a big old check to
0: keep they didn't fun- give us one to keep bringing it up so nobody b-
1: could you please
0: either um, pay us or nobody buy one
1: yes um i hope this isn't what do they call it oversharing. sharing <laughs> i was like about wow, relatable content honestly
0: i'm sorry Did, the fact that moment i went what who who what do they call it over what do they call what's it a word?
1: oversharing.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: they're so sweet. They're like candy. Okay, <laughs> this weird line. Mm. Um, ever had a threesome? <laughs> <laughs> How did you find me? We're detectives. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. It was so yeah. good. Are you gun shy or are you camera shy? Oh, <clears throat> sugar fap. Just <laughs> it itself is just a great line. Yeah. Um, (laughs) this was maybe my favorite part. (laughs) When Olivia checks out and she goes, we're comping your room because of what happened. I would (laughs) fucking hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I love how that had to be said. Like, I would hope that you give her more than just a comped room for the night.
0: They have nothing else to give. It's a shitty motel.
1: I just thought that was so funny. I was like, I would think that would go without saying, but Okay um we talked a bit about this but don't go too hard on Muncie why would I I was just like why did you say anything Finn because like <laughs> she wouldn't have known she doesn't know um but I was just like Oof. like that's a big that's a big like um alluding something to mom that mom doesn't know and now you right. have to explain like oops um yeah it was just yeah so those were all of my life we're <laughs> copying your room because what happened
0: yeah I mm-hmm. no shit
1: <laughs> no shit uh, so good
0: <laughs> all right um so news stuff first uh we as we know this was um Kelly's last episode she is leaving SVU she has left SVU there's been a lot of speculation um I remember when it was announced she, was like i don't want to go and it seemed like the showrunners were like i don't want her to go it seemed like nobody wanted her to leave um that seems to have changed so i have a quote from an uh i saw this on tv line um but they're saying it's from variety so giddish said my side of things is just that it's time for the rollins storyline it's in the sorry it's time in the Rollins storyline. I felt like we, where it was heading and where it headed last night, this was the day after, just seemed to be the right place to leave right now. Um, she also said, I'm so excited about things going on in my personal life and kind of mirroring what's going on in my personal life. And in Rollins, there's a lot of joy to be experienced. So that is like the opposite of what we had heard. Um
1: I am skeptical of of her suddenly being like, "Oh, it's fine." Like, I kind of maybe think it's okay. Let's play nice so there's sure. a chance of coming back, which is fine. I mean, that's how entertainment politics of it all work. I here's the thing. I I can actually see both kind of being true like she maybe didn't like want to leave but she like understands and is like at peace with it. You know what I mean? Like maybe it wasn't her decision but she's kind of made peace with the decision and sure. is happy with how it wrapped up. Is how I'm kind of interpreting
0: that. I agree. If you want to read that whole article, um it is on TV Line. Um I can share it on the description below. I'll put a link cuz that's where I'm doing things now. Um And if you want to check that out, you can. The uh, other news, for those who missed it, um, there is some drama going on with the showrunner. There is a headline. (laughs) The headline is, Law & Order SVU showrunner accused of mistreating women support staff on multiple shows. So uh, eh, let's see. Let's see what I can tell you. I'll put the link to that in the description below as well. Uh, if you're watching us live, you're going to have to wait 10 minutes till we're done. 10 minutes after we're done for the links to be there. Um, so it seems that not after uh, Graziano took uh, the helm of SVU, the show's script supervisor who worked closely with the show's writers, quit. Uh, after the position was posted on a listserv that circulates widely among script co- script coordinators, it triggered warnings from other individuals who had previously worked with him. The showrunner, there's a quote, uh, the new showrunner, David Graziano, is very unprofessional, egocentric, and immature man. Um, I've been in this industry a long time, and I never experienced such pure white male misogyny. That is from Haley Cameron, a script coordinator, oh, the script coordinator who exited the show. Uh, Under Graziano, the production was, quote, an absolute unorganized nightmare, she continued, cautioning, I urge you, especially women to think twice before putting yourself in a position that can end as badly as mine did. Now I don't have any information other than this article, which will be linked below. Uh, If you want to check it out, you can also just look up uh, it's on MSN.com. Taylor thoughts.
1: It's so disappointing. It's so fucking disappointing. Um, This show In particular, I mean, no work environment should be like that. The fact that it is allegedly, but obviously I believe women and I believe victims, so um, just throwing that out there. On SVU, where we're tackling these topics week to week, is just ironic in the grossest, most upsetting way. And yeah, I stand with um, all the people who accused him, and I hope they figure it out real fast what they're going to do about that because that should not keep being allowed to go on.
0: Um, I'm with you. Uh, as, again, we believe survivors of abuse and assault. Uh, and again, this is, this is a show that deals with that. That's literally what the show deals with. Um, and so to hear that there is a possibility that behind the scenes, this show is not treating the staff with respect uh, is horrifying, uh, is disappointing, is scary, is, uh, worrying. Um, yeah. So, um, we will continue to keep an eye on things and we will let you all know what is discovered as things are discovered. Um, again, it seems like, and I not at all excusing behavior in any way, but from what this article says, and again, it will be linked below. Um, It's like bullying um, and uh, uh, sexism and hostile work environment, uh, being inappropriate, unprofessional, um, things like that. Not so much um, so far, not so much. It doesn't sound like there's any sort of uh, sexual abuse or sexual assault. And I think that that should be noted um, just for clarification purposes. Um, so that's some big news to come out really perfect timing to come out. Uh, as we, there, there, was an eye roll for anyone who's not watching us. Um, all right, let's keep moving. Uh, 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 so we here on the show ask that you write us reviews on iTunes and let us know how we're doing. If you like us, you can give us five stars. If you don't like us, you can give us four stars. The other stars are broken. It's just how it works there. They just really don't care to fix it. It's weird. We've sent emails. Um, so so weird. <laughs> leave us comments uh, on iTunes. and We will read them live on the air. So far, no new comments, which is such a bummer. So write those on iTunes. Um, but you can also let us know your thoughts here on the YouTube. Or if you're listening on Spotify, I don't think there's a way to communicate. I'm not really sure. It's time for the weekly poll.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, last week... <laughs> Ask probably the most important question that's ever been posed on this show, which is Do you like pineapple on pizza? Mm-hmm. and
0: pizza? <laughs> and forgot that was the question.
1: Um, 42.1% are team Muncie and said, Yum, they like it. And 57.9% are team Finn and think it's gross. There you have it.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a scientific experiment.
1: Yeah. Um, this week, so bit of a, that's so different, but. Since it was Back Rollins last episode, regular way
0: that we do the podcast the question.
1: Yeah, but but I added a little personal touch because here's the thing, it's Rollins last episode. I want to pay tribute to her in the poll and ask what your favorite Rollins episode is. However, she's been in many, many, many episodes, and I didn't want to just do like a short answer or whatever. And I didn't want to say the best Rollins episodes because everyone's going to have their own. So I'm making you go- guys vote on my personal top four Rollins episodes. And not they him. might not be the ones that you picked. And you're going to have to be okay with that um, because it's my personal one. And it says that in the poll for a reason. Um, and I'll argue for every single one of them. The first one I chose is Educated Guest, which is probably maybe a bit of a strange one to choose. But I just really love that episode all around, but I love the moment where she kind of opens up a little bit to Olivia and talks about how something happened to her like on the job. And that's kind of like influencing her as she works here. So
0: that's the Natasha Leone episode. Yeah. We discussed that one on this show.
1: Yeah. I really, really like that episode. And like I said, it's not like a super Rollins centric episode, but I think that moment is super important to her character. And I thought it was just a really great moment that I always think about when I think of her. Um, We have Gambler's Fallacy Sure. Hello, we talk about this one all the time, but that's because it's so good. Um, she kind of is like forced to go, um, and it's like a casino, right? With um, it's like
0: an underground, um, yeah, uh, illegal gambling ring, gambling right. Club,
1: I think like, I don't know how to like
0: word that, but um that's Don, uh, Donna Logue, is there, yes. Um, Karen, the, uh-huh. cha- the chat says the gambling one with Donna Logue. That's yes. this one, that's Gambler's Fallacy. Yes.
1: It's so good. Sherry Saul is there too. We love her. We know um, such. A, well, I have to, and maybe it'll spark someone's brain. Oh, that's that one. Um, it's such a good episode. Um, this one is gonna be a controversial pick, but whatever. It's a classic Rollins episode. Holden's manifesto. You're one of the good guys. Hello, like we cannot just haven't you know not have a, you're one of the good guys episodes, and this is like the Sharon. um epitome of that one. It's where the guy. Writes is like basically a.
0: It's the Isla Vista murders.
1: Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then right finally, I, there's so many camera episodes, so I, it was hard to choose because you know I love her and the storyline, but I picked maternal instincts because that's where her mom is also there, and so it's one of the messiest things. Is that one like the word the artist Yeah, I believe so. Yes.
0: That's one of my favorites.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um. Those are my top four. A couple of ones that I left off that I wanted to include, but there's only four spaces. Home Invasions is the one where we kind of find out about her gambling addiction. Um, I think that's when she gets beat up at the gas station, if I remember correctly. Oh, right. um, That's like a pretty important one in hers. Forgiving Rollins is maybe the most mm-hmm. egregious one I left off, but it's not one of my four favorites, so sure. I left it off. Um, but that's one where she kind of talks about what did happen to her, um, on the job in, in, back in Georgia, um, and all of that, what she sort of went through. Um, so those are the two that I like know that I left out that people might want. If if there are any that you want to talk about as well.
0: All right. We will tell you where to find the poll and to suggest your favorite Rollins, uh, arguments. Uh, we'll Show you that in a bit. Let's keep going. It is time for what did we learn? That's a tough I learned one. that
1: Connor has a PlayStation Five.
0: <laughs> oh, does he? I did not he know does, that.
1: Actually, I don't know if you missed that,
0: but yeah I missed it. I completely missed it. Um, I learned. Um, oh, I got it. I'm so glad I wrote this quote. I learned that Rollins credits live with teaching her how to love herself and to let people in. That was really and I think beautiful. that that was a really beautiful um, quote and a really like touching way to, to wrap up the story and like, let that felt like a fine. We can let her go.
1: Yeah. You know? Agreed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Um, that uh, alright before we wrap things up and tell you where to find the poll um, reminders we will take the winter off we'll be back for the next episode which is on January 5th we'll be here the Sunday after Um, according to the previews and based on just that very small moment at the beginning of the episode it seems like BX9 is coming after Liv what that means we don't know um so that is that uh in the meantime while we're gone if you would like to uh leave us a comment on itunes that would be awesome we'll read it on the air when we get back if you want to keep talking to us on youtube you can definitely leave comments we'll tell you where to find us on social media and if you want ridiculous merch um please check out our red bubble account there's a link below wherever you are listening or watching there's a link, link. included in the description
1: guys, it's the holidays. If you need a Hanukkah gift, if you need a Christmas gift, if you need a Kwanzaa gift, if you need a gift because of someone's birthday, if you need a New Year's gift, maybe you're going to start a new trend and do that. I'm just saying we have options for you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Um, and again, we made those ridiculous, uh, designs because we thought they were funny, uh, or the really cute Noah one, which was really sweet. Um, we thought they were funny and not because we think it's going to make us money. We're not selling, you know, amateur porn to sugar fap. So this isn't, uh, it's did not
1: making
0: Do we need mechanism. sugar fap merch? I think we do need sugar fap merch. I'm going to be honest. Oh, okay. Let's um, do it. Actually, let us know if you were fine. <laughs> Let us know in the comment if you would buy sugar Feb merch. Honestly, I love the merch that we're making. Um, I have like a list of more that we need to do. Uh and, and maybe that's what I'll do over the holidays, is I'll make more of the designs to put up. Um, again, if you are uh, in need during the holidays, if you find yourself in a situation and you need help, reach out to Rain. Their number again is one 800 656 4673 4673, it spells hope on your phone. Please, Rain is available if you need help. Again, on the phone, or they have like a private chat on the internet where you can go and just chat with them and they don't know who you are, or where you're from, and you could definitely talk to them if you need it. Um, I just want to make sure that's clear, especially as people go into the holidays. Uh, I. For those who don't know, don't celebrate the holidays. So I am available on the internet to communicate with you if you are at home, if you're feeling alone, if you um, are having issues with family, whatever it is. Uh, I am. I do this every year. I put out my my socials to like be available, especially in those couple of days in December where everyone's busy with whatever they're doing. I got nothing and I will be watching SVU marathons. So if you need someone to talk to, if you're alone, please reach out. Uh, okay, Taylor, until January, where can find people find you and the poll?
1: You can find me and the poll on Twitter at alphabet underscore. And you can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I'll see you in 2023, baby.
0: Awesome. Uh, I want to give shout outs real quick before we go. Doreen was here. Daryl was here. uh, Kara was here. John Knight joined us again. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Um, I saw other people. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I don't want to miss anybody. Oh, my God so many things. Zach was here. Uh, Thank you, Zach. Thank you, uh, Dimitri. Thank you. um, I'm I'm going, I'm going. (laughs) uh, Sexfind.biz for spamming us. That was also fun. What a good one. Lizette, thank you for being here as well. We loved having you join us on Rollins last episode. Um, Again, I will go and put these two links to the articles in the description if you want to read them. I think that's everything. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I should tell you where to find me. I'm Yel Teagle. It's it's right there. I'm
1: Y E L T Y G I am
0: Yes, on Instagram. My Twitter is uh, officially dead. There's nothing happening there. I mean, it's it is still available, but I'm not using it. So do not message me there, Instagram or the Fat Girl Show on TikTok until I change it back to my name. <sighs> That's it. All right. Bye, everybody. Happy holidays.